Hello and welcome to Her Ambitious Career, the success podcast for corporate women who want more from their lives and careers. Each week, we share career and leadership strategies to help you set stretching goals, own your value, build visibility and credibility, gain recognition, get paid and confidently take your career to that next level. Whatever your ambition, let's do this thing. Now, here's your host and career success expert, Rebecca Allen. Hey there, welcome on in. It's an absolute pleasure to be here with you today in your living room, on your walk, out and about in your car. I'm really, really excited to be with you. My name is Rebecca Allen and I'm a career success coach for corporate women who want to get ahead in their careers and who want to do it without fuss and with great ease and with great purpose and with great confidence. So today we're talking about this concept of egocentric self-promotion because one of the things that we talk a lot about in our business is personal branding and how to really raise your personal brand, how to raise your executive profile within your company or industry, um, and to do so in a way that feels authentic. And I know that one of the keys um, of personal branding when we talk about brand is this idea of promotion and self-promotion and talking about yourself. And I know that when I talk to a lot of the women who come into our business, whether it's through our workshops or through our coaching programs, um, that they have this... um, instinctive recoil or um, instinctive rejection, if you like, of this idea of self-promotion. They hate it. A lot of the time, women feel very uncomfortable with this idea of self-promotion. They might say, oh, this is absolutely the last thing I want to do. I hate office politicians. I hate that kind of um, approach to building your profile. And I think the thing that's really interesting is there's an association there going together with building your profile. Um, and that's also too often that this idea of when you're building your profile, you have to self-promote and that automatically is negative. It's arrogant. It's self-serving, which is uh, something that a lot of women automatically resist. We are inbuilt nurturers um, a lot of the time. And that idea of self-serving, egocentric behavior really is something that does not fit well with us. So I think it's about reframing how we're looking at self-promotion and what that looks like. It's really important that you do that if it's something that you're feeling is vomit worthy. You know, it's something you really don't want to do. And it's basically uh, something, you know, if, you, if, if you, it's something you don't want to be associated with doing or being, then it's something that you need to address because it's really important, whatever your gender, that you are constantly talking about the impact that you're making in a positive way in a way that is not arrogant. And I'm going to be talking about this idea of arrogance today to help you. Um, and I want to help, you know, reassure you, if you like, that there are plenty of people out there, men and women, who are building their executive presence in an authentic, comfortable way, in a way that really feels good for them, in a way that makes them feel strong and comfortable. Plenty of people out there are asking for what they want from their careers. And they're talking about the impact that they're making without coming across as arrogant too. And plenty of people are getting ahead in their careers without having to compromise themselves, compromise their values or compromise other people, which I think is also really important to note. Those things are important to many, many people. I don't want to feel compromised. I don't want to have to do something I don't feel comfortable doing. Of course you don't. Nobody wants to be compromising what's important to them, their values. 
So learning how to talk about yourself, your responsibilities, and where you're making the greatest impact, these are the three key aspects, if you like, of talking about yourself and building your profile and self-promoting, essentially. Learning how to talk about yourself, quantify the impact that you're making, uh, verbalize the impact that you're making, talking about the responsibilities and that impact, the delivery, if you like, of results, because that's what you need to be demonstrating. You need to be demonstrating that your work, if you like, has made an impact, has made a shift somehow on the business or on the team's trajectory. So we need to learn how to do that without being arrogant. And before we get into the concept of arrogance itself, I would love just to share with you this basic premise. So how I see career development, career strategy in combination with this idea of personal brand strategy is there are essentially two tracks that are really important to help you in deciding where you want to go in your career, deciding how you want to push your career forwards. And I find that often women do only one of these tracks. So have a listen to what I'm saying and see if you um, resonate with what I'm saying. So the first track, and this is the one I think women are really, really comfortable with and really, really diligent with. The first track is about achieving for the company. So you're given a series of KPIs, you're given a series of deliverables, and then you do your utmost to deliver on those. Like I say, women are very familiar with this track. So it's the idea, I'm here to deliver for my team and for my organization. I will work my butt off to deliver, um, to make my team and my organization look good. I will focus on hitting my KPIs and delivering the outcomes my business needs and expects from me. So they're the kinds of things that we're thinking about when we're thinking about track one, which is about delivering for the organization. Now, does that sound familiar? Does that sound like a space where you are heavily invested in? It's an area where you're putting all your energy at the moment. So I really want to talk to you about the second track. I don't want you just to get into this space of working really, really hard, fighting for your team, fighting for your company, always pushing to deliver those outcomes, but forgetting the second track. I find a lot of women get so caught up in that space and forget about the second track. Now, the second track to achievement needs to operate concurrently with the first track. And you should be looking at both at the same time. And like I say, I find women get really caught up in the first track and sort of forget about the second one. The second one is your own personal agenda, not the agenda of your company and your company looking to win or be competitive or to steal market share, whatever it might be. It's your own agenda. So your own agenda is, what are you doing all this work for? Is it just to make your company more profitable? Is it just to make your company more competitive? Those are, of course, really worthwhile reasons to go to work every day. We want to actually be making an impact for the business. But what about you? What's missing for you? What do you want out of this opportunity? What do you want your next opportunity to be? What are your personal KPIs here? What do you want to get out of it? What does this work thing mean? What's your agenda? So track one is the agenda of the company. Track two is your agenda. And the two things need to work concurrently, uh, side by side, simultaneously, so that you're getting what you want from the opportunity. And I find that when you don't have clarity of your own personal agenda, then that idea of self-promotion feels awkward for some people. What am I doing any of this for? So I don't, I'm resisting the idea of talking about myself. If we don't know why we want to talk about ourselves and what outcome that's going to get us, 
it's awkward, right? It doesn't feel like it's flowing. It doesn't feel like there's a real purpose to actually doing the self-promotion. But what I have seen is that when you do have clarity of your purpose, your personal agenda, if you like, that reason for working this hard, it all makes much more sense. Your desire to talk about yourself, your impact effectively, tangibly, and authentically becomes so much easier when you understand what you want to get out of this opportunity too. We don't just come to work to work. Working hard or harder by itself, it's just not rewarding, right? We need to have an outcome as a result of the work that we do. It's the output of our work that actually matters. So track one, how will your output benefit the company? Yes, we need to be thinking about that all the time. And we need to be thinking about how we leverage that information and share that information throughout the year um, with the key decision makers who can help us in our career. That's really, really important. The second track is how will that output also benefit myself and my own career and what I want to get out from it? So I want you to be thinking about those two tracks because that's really uh, an important aspect of building your career strategy and building your personal brand strategy because we have to remember that we're in this for a reason for ourselves too and we want to get something out of this. Self-promotion is about getting an outcome for you too. That's the purpose of doing it, right? Because you want to get ahead in your career but you need to learn how to leverage the impact that you're making. I want to talk really briefly about the psychology behind this fear of self-promotion or more specifically wanting to avoid self-promotion because there's this fear, if you like, of being seen as arrogant. And I just want to throw a few things out there. It's kind of like we're playing a game to start refuting these beliefs in your head as to how, you know, this is all playing out for you and why you can't self-promote. There are fears essentially there that are potentially blocking you from moving forwards. And the fear of coming across as arrogant to other people really stems from that innate human desire to fit in, to be accepted and to belong to a group, you know, a community. These are all really human, natural, worthwhile values to want to uphold. So if you're feeling like self-promotion is going to threaten your ability to fit in or threaten your ability to be accepted by the group, then of course there's going to be hesitancy to do self-promotion and talk about yourself and your achievements. Now, let me just throw something in there for you. Ironically, the chances are, if you didn't worry about coming across as being arrogant, i.e. you genuinely were really arrogant, you wouldn't care about belonging to the wider group. It's not something that bothers you. Because if you were genuinely arrogant and thought yourself better or above other people, your need to fit in is less important to you because arrogant people also want to be seen as extraordinary, exceptional types, superior to the rest. And I want to ask you, is that you? Could that ever be you? Is that ever something that you would ever do? Not want to fit in, not want to be part of the group. The reality is arrogance is not the challenge. I don't think most of the women who are listening to this podcast, if you're even listening to this podcast, it suggests to me that you have that self-awareness that you don't want to become across as arrogant. If you're arrogant, you wouldn't listen to this podcast. You wouldn't, it, well, you wouldn't find it interesting. It wouldn't matter to you um, that we were having this fear and this concern about coming across as arrogant. It just wouldn't concern you because you don't have that same fear attached to being rejected by the group. So the truth is your fear is about being rejected 
being judged negatively. That's what's really stopping you from self-promoting. So ask yourself, what am I really concerned about? What's really stopping me from doing this? What am I going to um, miss out on if I self-promote? They're the sorts of questions you can ask yourself to get clarity on what's really stopping you from self-promoting. The reality is, is how you go about self-promotion that matters. It's the how. It's not the doing of self-promotion that's the issue. It's the how. It's how you go about it. And what I really want to do today is just share with you three really simple steps that can start highlighting this idea of how you can self-promote and how you go about doing it. Because I think that's often the stumbling block. So I'm going to share with you three questions. What are you sharing? How are you sharing? And who are you sharing it with? Okay, so let's get to the first question. The first question, what are you sharing? And let's counterbalance all the time this idea of arrogance. And I don't want to come across as being arrogant. Talking about yourself and how great you are is a sure sign of being arrogant, right? Um, But the tone of voice in which you employ with that matters. Talking about your impact is different. So talking about yourself is one thing that could potentially be very arrogant, right? But talking about the impact that you're making is definitely, definitely different. So how have you and your team delivered against team or better still organizational objectives? How have you delivered the impact? What's the impact that you're making? What's the consistent impact that you're making? So first and foremost, that what are you sharing? It's not about I and how I am making an impact. You can talk about the collective and maybe you're the leader of that team and that's great. And you can say that you're the leader of the team, but collectively we're delivering on these outcomes. Talk about outputs. Talk about outcomes and outputs and deliverables rather than I, I, I. And already you're shifting the dynamic away from being arrogant. The second thing is how are you sharing? So The how is really important. How is it coming across? What's the tone of voice that you're using, essentially? So I want you to imagine right now an arrogant person. Bring somebody to mind. We all know one. Think of somebody who you know who's arrogant. What's the tone of voice that they use? What does it sound like? How does how they speak and how they talk make you feel? So really get in touch with what that's all about. How does that feel? What does that sound like? What's the response in the room with that kind of tone of voice? Now, let me ask you something if you're concerned about ever coming across as arrogant. Is that tone of voice a tone of voice you would ever adopt? Genuinely, realistically, are you ever, ever going to come across as arrogant in the same way? Possibly not. Self-serving tones of voice where you're talking about me, 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 is quite different from a we're all in this together looking to achieve great things together sort of tone of voice. Do you see what I mean? The two things are quite different. So we're all in this together. This is our driver. Being passionate about delivering against those outcomes matters. It's a tone of voice. And tone of voice really carries a great deal of weight when we communicate. It helps instill uncertainty. It helps instill security in people. And so happy thinking about how you deliver what you're sharing. So instead of being self-serving, this kind of um, approach, this sort of tone of voice is about being objective. It's about objectively sharing the team effort, pulling together to obtain this sort of collaborative purpose. 
that's what the tone of voice is all about. So it's about instilling passion in what you're sharing and how you're sharing it. That tone of voice really, really matters. And then the third thing that I just wanted to share with you today is who are you sharing with when you're doing your self-promotion and you're talking about the impact that you and your team are making and how you're on par with this purpose and this deliverable that you really want to achieve and that you are achieving Think about who is important in your career, who can really help you elevate your position and elevate your opportunity, who needs to hear and know about these impacts that you're making and make no assumption that they know already because it's, you know, the biggest mistake just to assume that everybody knows. Assume nobody knows. That's always the key to success. Assume nobody knows and go from that premise and build on that. So it's like talking to, you know, the year five um, person in the room. If you've got somebody in the room who just doesn't know, give them that opportunity to share with them how you're making the impact that you're making and how that's aligned with the purpose and how it matters a great deal both to you and to the organization. And you're already starting to move very, very swiftly away from any chance that you could be seen as arrogant. So I hope that you've got lots from today's conversation. It's such an interesting concept. And I think it's really useful always when you've got some hesitancy to doing some sort of strategy to understand what the fear is behind you going there. Chances are there's some sort of vulnerability you're scared to, um, you know, expose um, or you're fearful about something happening that's not going to help you and serve you, uh, such as being rejected or being pushed out of the group or um, just not being, um, not belonging to the sense of group. I think that's a very common challenge that a lot of us human beings have. So acknowledge that there is a fear there or a concern there and tap in and ask yourself the question, what's, what's really missing here for me? What do I need? So look, if you're interested in talking about your career, personal branding is something that we do an awful lot of coaching around. It's such an interesting, rich area and different for every single client. That's what I love about it. It's so exciting um, and flexible. And, you know, really the world's your oyster in terms of what you want to push for and what you want to aim for. We don't work with everybody. So it's really important that you fulfill our own criteria too um, within our coaching business. We only work with corporate women, so women who are managers or leaders um, within corporate environments. They tend to be companies of 50 plus people, um, often much, much bigger. You know, we do work with clients from um, EY, PwC, Deloitte, JP Morgan, uh, McKinsey, and then banks also, ANZ. We've worked with and energy companies. So these are the kinds of companies that we typically work with. It's not always those kinds of companies, but they tend to be those bigger corporate companies. Um, the most important criteria genuinely is that you are ready to address the challenges in your career. So, you know, the work that we do is very much about let's start now, let's get moving, let's fix these challenges, let's elevate your position within the company. It's all about action. So you have to be ready. You have to be ready to commit. You have to be ready to invest time and energy and obviously money into yourself to elevate your position within your company and reap the rewards. It's incredible what can happen relatively quickly, actually, 
um, with coaching support. I think I hear that at least twice or three times a month from the clients who are working with us. And they're sort of saying, I can't believe that, you know, only five weeks ago or six weeks ago I was there and now I'm here. It's so liberating and so exciting. Why I love what we do so much. So listen, if you want to get in touch, the best way to start the process is to grab one of our free resources. It's called The Seven Habits of Female Execs Who Get Promoted. And you can get that by going to rebeccasfreegift.com and it will come straight to your inbox. And by doing that, you will start engaging with us and with our content and what we're all about and start seeing some of the problems that we help our clients solve. You'll see testimonials from our clients and see how they are absolutely thriving as a result of their coaching with us. So I look forward to speaking to you again another time. Hopefully next week we come out every single Tuesday morning and you have the most fantastic week and I will see you then. 